Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Kicking lifers out there, how we doing today? Hopefully you're having a fantastic day. And if you're not, I'm here to motivate and kick your butt into having your best kick in life. And that all starts with one hour or one minute, one hour, one day. I guess it could start with a second too. Yeah. So I get asked all the time, hey, how do you stay so positive and motivated and just like wired out the gills? Well, here's the deal. I'm a human being. I fight battles every single day. Matter of fact, the last couple days have been pretty tough battles. Um, And I'm going to share something personal with you, which I try and open my heart up on every single show. Those that regularly follow the show, you know that. And any new fans out there listening, you know, God bless you. And thank you so very much for taking the time. I'm going to give you everything I've got. I'm going to open my heart up and I'll pour it all out, give you all the knowledge, wisdom, experience that I've gained over the years and everything new that I'm working on and all the new material I'm reading and everything I'm doing to try and help myself be the best person I can be in order to pass it on to help others, you know, to inspire. Kind of uh, a Zig Ziglar. I'm a huge Zig Ziglar fan. Some of you know that, and new listeners, you may not, but now you do. And that is his, my, my favorite quote of all times is, how do you get everything you want in life? By simply helping enough other people get what they want. Yeah, putting others first, doing right with, for others. Now, I've always been, I feel pretty good at doing that. I shouldn't say always, but for the most part. But in the process of doing that, I've often neglected myself neglected myself and not taking care of myself, uh, you know, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. I've been going like a maniac and often putting my own health, you know, on the back burner. And worse than that, my family sometimes, you know, on that quest to learn more, to do more, to help more. And that's good. But we got to have that balance in there. And that's one of my mentors smacked me around and <laughs> let me know, hey, I, I, you know what? You've heard this on previous shows, but I'm going to tell for our new listeners. He pretty much said, uh, do you enjoy disrespecting those you're meant to serve? And I'm like, well, wait a minute, man. I give everything I've got. I lose sleep. I, 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 give, I run like a maniac, like a hamster on a wheel, just spinning in circles and putting out fires and doing this and going there. He says, no, no, I get it. You're, you're working yourself to death. And that's somewhat honorable. He says, but here's the thing. If you don't take care of yourself, you're never going to be around to continue to spread your message in order to help out others, to help out as many as possible, to help you know society become, our goal, a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. You're not going to be, empo- to be able to empower as many people as possible because you're going to be burnt. You're going to be fried. You're going to be done or worse. And he said, uh, uh, and I said, man, I give 100%. He goes, no, I know you do. He said, but if you've only got 50% to give because you're so wore out, you're so exhausted, even if you give 100%, you're still only given 50% because that's all you got left in the tank. I'm like, ooh, wow, boom. That's a right hook of reality, isn't it? Holy smokes. And he's spot on, 100% spot on. And worse than that, and we often get caught up in the hustle and bustle of the world, who gets neglected? Not only your personal health, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, but your family, those that are closest to you. And I know I, over the years, have not done the best job with that. So that's kind of a big goal of mine is to make sure I refocus my priorities. 
spend time with them, and I can find a balance. And uh, you've heard me talk before. We've all given 24 hours in the day, 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds. That's what we're given. It doesn't matter who we are. It doesn't matter if we're Warren Buffett. It doesn't matter if we're a professional athlete. It doesn't matter if we're a singer. It doesn't matter if you're a school teacher. It doesn't matter if you're a construction worker. It doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom. It doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home dad, <laughs> an entrepreneur, an author, speaker, whatever. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be the richest person in the world, or you could be you know, someone that maybe is just getting by uh, on the streets. It doesn't matter. We're all given the same amount of time, 24 hours, baby, 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds. It's what we do with that day in and day out. Now, I say, well, nothing great happens in a day. Well, I beg to differ. One day, one hour, one minute, one second of turning your life around, of moving in the right positive direction, starting a, a new discipline to do something better, that starts in one day or one hour, one minute, one second. It does. And then what you do with that continuously over and over and over again, that's the daily disciplines that really add up. You know, the old thing, Rome wasn't built in a day. Well, nothing was built in a day. Just like when you first were learning to walk. And if you've got new kids at home or you're maybe a grandparent or maybe you've got a new brother or sister. We've got a lot of kids that listen to the show too. You're watching them learn how to walk. You're watching them grow. It doesn't happen overnight. Now, parents and grandparents, it may seem like it. You know, I got an 18-year-old now. I'm like, what the heck? How'd that happen? And those that have older kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a blink of an eye. But the truth be told, it was a progression along the way there. And they fought those battles. And something I share with the kids all the time, and it's unfortunate a lot of times I go to schools, and kids, even teenagers, I'm talking 13, 14, 15, year olds and, 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 and you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, all those uh, real teens. But I'm talking about like middle school and high school kids. I'll ask them about their dreams and goals that they had as a, as a little kid. And a lot of these kids uh, was a PE teacher for a number of years in the Edwardsville School District, which was fantastic. And uh, um, I, I truly enjoyed it. The reason I moved on was I wanted to do more. And I was kind of, once again, trying to do too many things. So I had to make a decision. But anyway, I see these kids, and I was a lot of the kids now that are graduating high school and seniors and stuff. I was their kindergarten or first grade PE teacher. Now, to be honest, it makes me feel pretty good that they still remember, you know, Mr. Grogan. I was like, whoa. And, and uh, people ask all the time, how was that? I said, well, it's because I was just a, well, not was, I still am, just a big kid, just a little kid trapped in a big kid body. How about that? So I connected with the kids because I made them feel special. And something I talked about on uh, a recent podcast was everybody's wearing a sign. You're wearing a sign. I'm wearing a sign. We're all wearing a sign. And that sign says, make me feel special. That's it. Especially kids. Yeah. Make them feel special. Treat them right. You know the golden rule. What's the golden rule? Treat others the way you'd like to be treated. I like to say treat others better. Even better than you ever hoped to be treated. Yeah. Giving. Now, is it easy? No. Nothing in life is easy. I mean, it's simple to do. It's simple to say. But application day in and day out can be tough. But once you start it, that's those daily disciplines. And that's what I mean. You can change your life instantaneously by putting yourself on the right direction, on the right path. It's tough, but you can do it. You can do it. So anyway, I got sidetracked there. What was I even talking about? <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. Oh, kids giving up on their dreams. 
So here they are, you know, teenagers. And I'll say, hey, when Mr. Grogan was your PE teacher, who dreamed of being an astronaut? Who dreamed of being a doctor? Who dreamed of being a, a musician, a singer, a professional athlete? Yeah. Yeah, who dreamed of being a dentist, a fireman, a policeman? And all these hands are flying up. I said, okay, now, who still has that dream to be a, uh, a musician, a singer? And I'll say, hey, now, wait a minute. Who raised their hand earlier when I said singer and musician? They put their hands back up. I said, well, how come your hands aren't up now? Who still has that dream? Leave your hands up. And most of the hands go down. It rips my heart out. And I'll say, all right, how about an astronaut? How about a scientist? How about a doctor? How about a dentist? Anything. How about an architect? How about a wrestling superstar? <laughs> Any of these things. So I'm throwing those up there, and their hands, you know, they're up at one minute. And then when I say, who still has that dream? Their hands go down. And it rips my heart out. It truly does. And I'll say, and it's the same answer. It doesn't matter how many times I ask it. I'll say, why? Why do you no longer have that dream? Why do you no longer think you can achieve that goal? Why did you stop believing in yourself? You know what the answer is? Almost every single time. It's the same. And I mean, well, it's the same answer, but sometimes worded differently. It's this. Somebody told me I wasn't good enough. My parents said I wasn't smart enough. My parents said to quit dreaming, get your head out of the clouds. My parents said I'm not pretty enough. This person said I couldn't sing. Now, it's not all parents. I'm not beating up on the parents. We do, and, and I, I, I truly believe that most, the majority of people are really, really good parents, and they want to do what's best for their kids. And a lot of times, because I was told these same things, and my parents, I love them to death. They were just trying to protect me from the world. They knew that I was a little bit of a soft heart. I had a fighter spirit, and I had to battle through not being the biggest person in the world and subjected to bullying throughout my life. But And, and they could see that, especially Dad. You know, And uh, those that have listened to me for a while, you know my dad, uh, he's, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. He fought honorably in Vietnam and was severely wounded. And you know, to this day, I, I know he's still fighting some of those mental demons. So God bless him. I, I love him. We always didn't get along. But uh, uh, now that I'm a little more mature, I totally understand what he was trying to do. I, as a kid, I don't want to say I hated him because I tried not to hate anybody. Because I always felt, man, if I hate dad and something bad happens, then I'm going to feel bad. And we've all done that. And, uh, and then that's a kind of our conscious keeping us in check here. So that goes out to another thing. Don't, don't use the word hate. I know my, my daughter sometimes will say, I hate this subject in school. And I'm like, I don't want you. And I've said it. I've said it. I'm a human being. But I'm trying to recondition myself. And that's why I do the, what I do here at the podcast don't say those words because you start planting that hate seed. Before you know it, you're hating everything because it's easy. You've put that word, reactivated that word in your brain, your reticular activating system and your subconscious mind. So now hate is going to pop up, pop, 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 pop. What you do on a regular basis, you do without thought. So even though, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think she truly hates it, but I don't want her saying it. Don't say hate because we got enough hate in the world right now, don't we? Think about it. You know, now kind of back to the golden rule. Treating people the way you'd like to be treated. If you wouldn't want somebody saying and doing the things to you that hurt you, that cut you, to make you feel horrible, to put you down, to demoralize, to smear your name, then don't do that to somebody else. Come on, folks. Don't do that. If you wouldn't like somebody saying that about you, don't you say that about them. If you wouldn't like somebody doing that to you, then don't do that to them. It's as simple as that. And, of course, it gets back to, well, they deserve it. 
How do you know what they deserve? How do you know what battles they're fighting? How do you know uh, what they're going through unless you've walked in their shoes? Yeah, we've we, we got to be quit being so judgmental and quit using the word hate. And of course, that brings in the media. And you know how I feel about the media. I almost said I hate the media because that, that would have been bad because I'm trying to condition myself. <laughs> Thanks for holding me accountable. I really, truly dislike the media. It, well, I shouldn't say I dislike the media. I dislike what the media is doing to the country. It is dividing and pulling us apart. It's now this side against this side. And, and we've always had disagreements and we're never going to fully get along. And that's fine. But we can do it in a respectful, honorable manner. We can do it without trying to just, I mean, I don't know, chasing people through airports and, and screaming and yelling. and I mean, there's no honor, integrity, discipline, or respect in that. Be respectful. If you, that's bullying 101. If you wouldn't like somebody doing that to you, don't do that to them. And then some people will say, well, I've got the right to. Well, just because you have the right doesn't make it right. What makes it right is doing the right thing. You say, well, I, you got to fight fire with fire. Well, I, I, <laughs> I agree if you've exhausted every other option, sort of like I tell people about bullying, you know, you use your tiger eyes, your lion voice, you act like a kitty cat pretty much. A kitty cat will hiss, it'll run away, it'll do everything it can to avoid conflict. It will do everything it physically, possibly, mentally, emotionally can to avoid conflict. But if that cat gets backed into a corner and that cat fears for its life, that cat's going to come out and scratch your face off. But it's doing it to protect itself. It's doing it because it's tried everything it can. Once again, just because you have the right doesn't make it right. Be respectful. Golden rule. Boom. So anyway, I got a little sidetracked. But that really it, it hits my heart because it's just, I, I see these things and, it, it, and I hear people talk and I'm like, these are good people, but they're saying such horrible, ugly, mean, hateful disrespectful, bullying things, and they're doing some horrible acts. Oh, come on. You're better than that. And the biggest thing, folks, think about the example you're setting for your kids. Think about the example, what you're doing in the eyes of, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Think about that. We all have a day of reckoning, baby. We all do. And when that day comes, we're going to be held accountable. I have, oh, I have sinned in the past. I've made mistakes in the past. I've done things in the past that I'm embarrassed of. You know what? But I'm a human being. I've learned from those mistakes. I've been baptized. I let all those sins go. Each day I pray to be a better person than I was the day before. And that's the thing about the Kicking Life podcast. That's the reason I do this is to put that message out there. We've all goofed up. We've all made mistakes. And we pray, we ask for forgiveness. If we haven't been baptized, I say that now because I was baptized uh, less than a year ago. It was December of, of 2017. It was, it was incredible. I cried. It was so emotional. It was something I wanted for a long, long time. And now each day I try and live by the, the, the gifts that God has given me. And everybody's got their own special gift. Everybody's got their own special gift. Live that gift, but set that example for your kids. Your kids hear you talking about hate and ugliness and this person and that person, that's what they're going to do because you've set the example. If you, um, and like I mentioned, my parents did the best they could do. They knew the world was, a, as Rocky says, a mean, nasty, ugly place that'll beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. So they were trying, especially Dad, prepare me. I often share the story about a boy named Sue. It could have been a boy named Richie growing up. Dad knew he wasn't going to be around. I grew up on a farm, and he pretty much, even at eight years old, boy, 
I'm not going to be around a whole lot. He was an over-the-road truck driver. It was kind of his way of, of dealing with his demons and getting away from everything and kind of being by himself. And um, now I'm eight years old. I'm out there shoveling uh, horse poo and cleaning out cow poo and baling hay, breaking ice in the winter for their water, going out. And we had a milk cow. We had one milk cow. That's how we got our milk. And it was it was rough and tough. And then, of course, when Dad would come home, I, I, I seemed like I could never do anything right. I was always in trouble for this or that and everything else. And all I wanted to do was be a kid. <laughs> but it is what it is. So my whole point was I was told those same things. Richie, get your head out of the clouds. Richie, when are you going to grow up and be a man? Richie, and it wasn't out of hate. It wasn't out of them trying to break my spirit. It was them trying to prepare me, I know that now, for the world. But I also know with my kids there is a better way. Same thing. That may have been my blueprint, and that may have been your blueprint from your family, which was probably your parents' blueprint from their parents and grandparents. But you can change that. You can change it. So your kids... And I'm not saying put on the rosemary glasses and look through the, uh, uh, what, what is the, uh, I guess it's the rose-colored glasses, and, and, and not see the world as it is. But I am saying encourage your kids. Let them know they're going to have to work their freaking butts off. Yeah, I just said that. It's not easy. You know, the, the, the world of magical sunshine and rainbows, it doesn't exist. It, well, it, it, it could exist, but you've got to be willing to put in the work. You put in the work, it's going to take a while. Heck, I've had the business now 21 years. And I look back <laughs> and, I, uh, I, and I started thinking and planning about the business when I realized I wasn't going to be a pro hockey player back in 1988, 89. Yeah, I just, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Even though it was kind of my goal growing up. I'd done martial arts uh, in the early 80s, but then I stopped because I was, I was going to be a pro hockey player. That didn't happen. And it's not that I, it's just one of those realizations that it was not going to happen. So I, Martial arts, got back into that. In 1989, I started talking about opening my first, uh, having, owning a martial arts academy. So he yeah, started the business in 1997. So it took, I guess, what is that? How many years? Uh, 89, like eight more years, nine more years, whatever the math is there, for me to actually do it. And then just because I opened the doors doesn't mean I was automatically successful. We went through two bankruptcies, a house foreclosure, cars repossessed. I had some serious health issues. The mental demons kept calling on really, your parents are right. You're, you're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. I battled through, and I, I don't say I've made it, but I've made a certain level of success that I never thought I'd get to, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. And, you know, the fact that I've got the podcast here to share these stories and messages with you, that's what it's all about, getting back up when you've been knocked down. And that's what I mean by I'm going to pour my heart out to you. I'm going to give you everything I've got, but I'm also going to give you that right hook of reality, and that is set the example you want for your kids. Utilize the golden rule. Be a good person because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, and don't expect anything in return. Good things will start coming your way when you continuously get in the habit of doing it. You know, my favorite Zig Ziglar quote, those that listen a lot, you know that. Those that your new listeners, listen up. I'm going to continuously remind you of this. The uh, Zig Ziglar quote is, how do you get everything you want in life? By simply helping enough other people get what they want. Doing the right thing. Condition yourself day in and day out to do the right thing. So back to the kids. These kids... I could see in their eyes, their spirits are crushed. Well, I guess I won't. And they'll say, well, I'm going to college. What are you going to college for? I don't know. You know. They don't have a lot of ambition and motivation and drive. And yes, you can say what you want about this new millennium coming up. Uh, they're entitled and they're this and that, and they have no sense of work ethic and da-da-da-da-da. Some of it's their fault. They've got to take some responsibility. But then the other part, it's our fault. This is the world they've grown up in. 
They've grown up in a world where everything is instantaneous. You know, you snap your fingers, you can watch anything you want on, on what, Netflix and what's the other stuff? Hulu and Amazon and, and everything else out there. You know, two-day shipping, you've got something. Boom, right at your fingertips, you can look up anything. They were born into this world. So, yes, some of it's their fault, but then a lot of it's the world they were born into. That's what we got to help them put down those devices. Now, something about device, I just got a new uh, a phone yesterday. I mean, I have not had a new phone in like, I don't know, three and a half years now. And it was, um, <laughs> you know, with the newer phones here, I think in the old days you'd go how many years with a phone. But nowadays I do a lot of videos on the phone and the memory was full and it was slowing down and wasn't doing things. So I upgraded. Anyway, the new phone I've got here is uh, um, it's got a tracker to track uh, how much time you spend on the phone. Now, not only the phone, but any of your apps. So like a Facebook app or an Instagram app or, you know, uh, um, YouTube app or Amazon or whatever. It tracks. And I'm like, holy cow. So I'm curious to look at that and then set budgets, just like you set budgets for spending your money, budgets on how much time I want to spend on these things. And I'm, I'm a human being too. I'm like most of you out there and you probably think, oh, you know what? I'm just going to jump on Facebook for 10 or 15 minutes. I'm going to look at some of these things and then I'm going to be off. Well, somehow, what happens, folks? 10 or 15 minutes turn into what? 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. You're like, oh, did I really just do that? And sometimes in the midst of that hour, something pops up that you don't agree with. And then, of course, you start focusing on that. And if you do that right before bed, man, you're not going to sleep very well. It's going to keep playing in your head. And I tell you this from experience. I try not to get involved in any, any kind of political nonsense. My whole thing is let's, let's, let's be the golden rule, right? We're never going to always get along. I get that. That's just how it is. You're going to have disagreements. You know, I'm a Cardinal fan. I got several friends in Chicago that are Cubs fans. Real good friends. Now, do I agree with them? No. They're Cubs fans, man. I'm a Cardinal fan. Do I hate them? No. Come on. We just have different viewpoints. I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys fan. I've got extremely good friends that are Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Do I hate them? No, I don't hate them. Do I hate their team? Well, remember, I'm not going to say the word hate, right? <laughs> I don't care for their team. Why? Well, you know what? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because the uh, first Super Bowl I ever saw was Super Bowl twelve, and the Dallas Cowboys played the Denver Broncos. It was in 1977. And uh, I was uh, grew up on a farm, like I said. So I always thought I was a cowboy. But then the Broncos, you know, riding a bucket Bronco, come on now. But anyway, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Denver Broncos and Roger Starbuck and, you know, the star on the helmet, and I always wanted to be a Cowboy, so that's what set it in place. Well, the very next year, the Dallas Cowboys played the Pittsburgh Steelers, Super Bowl Thirteen, and the Steelers beat the Cowboys, and I cried and cried and cried and cried and cried more. It was terrible. And then my mom says, well, Richie, when you grow up, one of the high schools at the time in our area in, in Granite City was called the Granite City North Steelers. And she goes, when you grow up, you're going to go and you're going to be a Steeler. No, I don't want to be a Steeler. <laughs> so anyway, I kind of derailed there. Well, long story short, by the time I got to high school, that high school had closed down and, and I ended up being a Granite City Warrior. So special shout out to our Warriors out there. Good stuff, good stuff. Our friends from the, the planet Granite, baby. That, that's a uh, good old hard steel town there, baby. Granite, iron. And uh, it was good. And all my hockey friends out there, thanks for listening. As always, love it. Grand City Hockey, baby. 
All right. So anyway, got all sidetracked there. But my whole point is about getting along, about being respectful. And just because somebody has a different viewpoint or different ideology than you, don't hate them for that. Or be respectful to one another. And there's, there's where the media, I, I really I don't want to say the word hate again. I'm catching myself. Thanks, folks, for keeping me accountable. I just don't like, I don't like what they're doing to our, our country. They're turning us against one another. And what are they doing it for? Money. Money. Now, there's nothing wrong with making money as long as you do it in an honorable way, as long as you have integrity about it, as long as you're not taking advantage of somebody else's heart, not taking advantage of somebody else's goodness. And I feel that's what they're doing. And I feel it's stemming from, uh, I, I don't know, uh, the, the, the devil. You know, he's a ruler of souls. He walks around, you know, here in, amongst us trying to steal souls. That's one of the necklaces I wear is uh, St. Michael. Why? St. Michael's a butt kicker, man. He's the one to kick <laughs> Satan's butt out of heaven. So anyway, that's kind of really getting out there. But that's what I feel. If you put, and you've heard me talk about this before, folks, if you throw toxic waste on your garden, you're going to kill everything. Anything beautiful in there is not going to be desolate. You know what's going to start growing? Weeds. And that weeds, weeds and negativity. And a weed, think about how persistent a weed is. A weed will grow anywhere. grow in the middle of concrete. Yeah, it's persistent. That's the same thing as the ugliness and the devil, if you will. He's going to pop up everywhere. Got to keep that garden clean, baby. And you keep your mind. That's the garden I'm talking about. Get all that yuckiness out of there. Well, Back to the kids. We set the example for them. We want to help them be their very, very best. We want to help them grow into being their very, very best. But we got to do that with a positive mental attitude. We got to do that by planting the right seeds. And ugliness and hate is not planting the right seeds. Being rude and disrespectful is not planting the right seeds. Once again, just because you have a right doesn't make it right at all. Doesn't make it right. So let's be good. <laughs> be good. Truth be told, folks, that's not what I plan to talk about today. I've got a whole section of notes <laughs> written out here, and uh, I'd, I'd plan to talk about a few other things, but I kind of got going on that. And personally, I think we could always spend more time talking about setting the, uh, setting the table, if you will, doing the right thing to create the, the, playing the right seeds to create the right garden, if you will, and our kids are the garden. So don't crush their spirit. Give them a reality check. Let them know they're going to have to work their butts off. But let them, let them go. Let them, let them fail. It's okay. It's okay. I just, uh, Desi and I, that's my wife for our new listeners. She's fantastic. She's the, the brains of everything here uh, with our Martial Arts Academy. Well, special shout out to our Martial Arts Academy and our wonderful instructors there. You know, uh, Instructor Wilkening, which is head of the instructors, and then uh, Miss Morgan Whiteford, who's been with us forever. She's a rock star. Mr. Daniel Pock, my son, Austin Grogan, and... Soon to join the instructor crew, she's an intern instructor, Miss Meredith Johnson. She's a rock star as well. And then Rachel Douglas, our program director, and then, of course, my wonderful wife. She handles all the administrative duties. And then my kids, Madeline and Emmett, they, they do so much to help out the academy grow as well. But our whole thing at the academy is life skills, uh, character development, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, the golden rule, bullyproof. Bullyproof is pretty much, look. It starts with that golden rule. If you wouldn't like it, if somebody said that to you, then you don't say it to somebody else. And if someone else is saying that to a friend of yours, you stand up for them and let people know, hey, no, we don't talk like that. And that's that tiger eyes, lion voice, and all the great stuff we talk about there. So anyway, a little sidetrack there. But Desi and I went uh, just this past week to see this conference, uh, and it's Jordan Peterson. He wrote a book called The 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to the Chaos. And one of the chapters in the book were all about 
let your kids, uh, um, and it, it's kind of a, I'll say the chapter and I'll explain a little bit of it, but, uh, you know, let your kids skateboard. Now that doesn't mean he's, you know, it's just a, a, a term he's throwing out there, meaning they're going to skin their knees. They're going to skin their elbows. They're going to fall down. They're going to crash and burn. And that's okay. It's okay. It's how they learn. Now I'm not saying go shove them down a hill and say, okay, get out there. Oops, sorry. <laughs> but let them, let them make some mistakes. Let them learn from those mistakes. That's how they learned how to walk, right? They fell, they crashed, they burned more times than ever first trying to get up. But they were determined to walk. And guess what? They did it. Same thing with feeding themselves. First time they started feeding themselves, they had food. They had uh, uh, applesauce in their eyes and up their nose and in their ears and all over their face. And they had more food in their hair and on their chest than anywhere else. And you took pictures and you laughed because it was funny. It was funny. Think about it. If you've ever looked through an old scrapbook of yourself when you were a kid and there's a picture of you. And I know back in the days when we were kids, obviously, we didn't have the, the cameras and the phones and uh, um the, the cloud and everything we have right now, it would have to be a real picture, right? And speaking of that, remember how cool it was when you first got that Instamatic camera where you could take the picture and instantly, man, I can see what that picture is? Does that bring back some memories for folks? <laughs> I remember that. Um, I, I, boy, I get sidetracked when I do this shows because I'm so excited. That's true. That's my heart, baby. I, I remember some uh, we were doing some karate of like a photo shoot. My uh, a couple buddies and I'm jumping around and doing this. We went through four rolls of film, 24 pictures, and then of course you take all that and we're, we're acting out a karate movie and I'm jumping off tables and jumping off fence posts and all kinds of other goofy stuff. And uh, uh, we were taking all these pictures, but we never know if we actually got the picture or not. So we had to do it over and over and over and over again. So anyway, we take these four rolls of 24 each. So what the heck is that? 40 is like 96, almost 100 pictures <laughs> to the photo mat. And, of course, you got to wait your couple days or whatever it is to get the pictures back. So you can't wait and you go and get all your pictures and it cost you, I don't know, 50 bucks to get 100 pictures or whatever the fee was back then. And you're going through and out of 100 pictures, maybe you got two. Maybe you got two that were good. You're like, oh, man. Well, at least we got these two. So anyway, that kind of, I got distracted there, but that brought back a memory. So anyway, if you look back on pictures, if you had any, of you as a kid and you had food in your hair and all over your face, you got to laugh at that. But use that as an example that you never gave up. The same thing as our kids now. But we've got to push them. You know, I don't want any kid getting hurt, but, you know, a little skin on the knee, a little skin on the hands or the elbows, that's not the end of the world. It's going to teach them to get back up. And what's the old saying? How do you learn to get back up? I mean, I, uh, why do you fall? I twisted it around there. Why do you fall? In order to teach yourself to get back up. Now, I'm a human being. I don't like setbacks. I don't like failing at anything. No. But when I battle through, that's when it matters. You know, when I went through the two bankruptcies, you think I enjoyed that? Holy smokes. The amount of stress and pain and anguish and anxiety and all the negatives that it had on uh, not only me physically, but mentally. And I felt like a failure. I let my family down. I let my wife down. I let, you know, everybody who counted on me down. And when I kept planting those seeds that I was a failure and let myself down, it made it harder and harder to get back up. But then I came up and I was like, Rocky got knocked down. I'm back up. You know what? I'm not giving up. I'm better than this. So when I stopped crying, when I stopped pouting, when I stopped the pity party, I got to work, man. I got to work. 
And I'd love to say, yep, got to work, all worked out. No, you're going to have setbacks along the way. Those things happen. But you got to keep battling. you got to keep believing in yourself. Easier said than done? Gosh darn, yes, it is. But I'm telling you, the biggest change I've had in my life the last five to six years was back to the garden, planting the right seeds. And that's why I'm so passionate and so adamant about getting out with the podcast here, getting out, giving my speeches, writing my book, books, <laughs> getting out there and sharing that message with the world to let you know it's not easy, but it all starts with your mental attitude. It all starts with kind of the legacy you're living behind. It all starts with the example you're setting. It all starts with the words you're saying, the actions you're doing. And I posted something the other day on my Facebook page, and it said, the world isn't changed by your opinion. It's changed by your actions, what you do and what you do on a continuous basis. And often people say, well, I can't just change my life. I've been doing this for 20 years. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. You can change. If, if you're driving, think about this, folks. If you're in the St. Louis area here and you're driving up to Chicago, you know, straight up 55, baby, Highway 55. Well, you take a wrong exit. How long are you going to stay on that wrong exit before you say, wait a minute, this isn't getting me where I want to go. Even if you traveled <laughs> three hours, if your goal is to get to Chicago, you're going to find your way back. It's not going to be easy. But what's the alternative? Ah, well, I really didn't want to go over there anyway. I might as well just drive and see where it takes me. And that's fine if you just want to explore. But if you've got a goal, and if your goal is not where you're wanting to go, in other words, if you decide <laughs> you want to go to Chicago, which is north, and you start going south, you've got to make a change, man. It doesn't matter how long you've been on that road. You can make the change. I was not on the best roads for the longest time. That was all my choosing. I didn't want to admit it. I didn't want to believe it. But it was my choosing. That's what it boils down to. You've got to accept responsibility. And unfortunately, we live in a world today where it's always somebody else's fault. Well, he made me do it. Well, she made me do it. It's not my fault. Not my fault. How many times you hear that? Gosh darn. Ugh. Change your tune, man. Change your record. Till up your garden. Accept responsibility. Jack Hanfield talks about in Success Principles, the number one success, success principle is, easy for me to say, the number one, accept responsibility. That's it. I mean, heck, if you only read that principle in his book, that sets you on your way. It means if things aren't going the way you want them to go, it's up to you to change it, baby. It's your garden. It's your life. You can do what you want to do. Oh, yeah, man, easy for you to say. You've got your podcast and your successful business and speaking and everything else. Yeah. You know what? If that's what you believe, then, then, then so be it. I can't change that. I also can't, <laughs> I'm trying to do a better job of, of, of not uh, trying to work, spend my time convincing people that aren't ready for the message. You know, my thing, and the same thing with our martial arts academy, we do everything we can to create the best possible experience, honor, integrity, discipline, respect. We'll do everything we can to make it right as long as it stays within those parameters of the honor, integrity, discipline, respect. And what I mean by that is we stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance before every single class. We talk about respect. We talk about manners. We talk about discipline. We talk about attitude and effort. We talk about giving mom and dad a hug and a kiss after every class. We talk about earning your belt. You don't just get it. You don't just get a stripe because you show up. You put forth the effort and earn it. And the reason for that, and I'm, I'm against everybody gets a trophy, in case you couldn't tell, because in real life, not everybody gets a trophy. In real life on the playground, if little, the little bully wants to punch your son in the nose, I can't be with them. But what can be with them is what we've instilled in them, 
that they have earned it, that they know how to protect themselves, that they know how to stand up to bullying. Something I never knew as a kid. I fought a lot as a kid. I'm not going to lie about it. And to be honest, the more I fought, the more scared I became because I really, well, one time I went Ralphie on a kid. I'm talking at a young, young age. And because uh, and I was bullying, I took it all in, kind of packed it all in, sort of like Ralphie from Christmas Story did. And I unloaded on this kid and hurt him, hurt him pretty bad. And that haunted me. So what I do, I, didn't, I never wanted to do that again. <laughs> so I, 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 I actually continued to bully myself in a horrible, horrible way. Now, I started martial arts when I was around 9, 10 years old, and uh, it helped out. But, uh, you know, you, you meet certain instructors and this instructor and this and that. Maybe I wasn't mature enough, smart enough. I don't know. But the message, it wasn't there at that age. So I'm trying to use all that experience and everything we do at the academy to build the best possible kids we can. And the parents, too. We feel like we're educating the parents as much as we are the kids, which is another reason for the Kick and Life podcast. I say a lot of things that we do at the academy, a lot of things I do at the speeches, because the majority of my listeners are adults, are parents, are grandparents. Now, we do have some teenagers and some young kids listening, too. That's why I keep it clean, because that's the way it should be. And it's the same thing. I condition myself. That doesn't mean I don't slip up and, you know, uh, and I'll say a horrible, dirty word, but <laughs> so, so, some hex and darns pop up there. And uh, maybe the, the stronger version of that, but catch myself. I'm working on it. I'm a human being. I'm a work in progress. But my whole point is what we condition ourselves to do, we're going to do without thought. I want to condition you to change that paradigm, to change that mindset and how you talk, how you think, how you uh, present yourself to the world, and then, of course, the example you set for your kids. It's not easy. You can do it. And that's the essence of the Kick and Life podcast, to live your best kick in life. So, man, man, we bounce all over the place today. I don't even know where we started. I had a ton of notes here. Matter of fact, I was going to talk about, so I'm going to prep you for this. On <laughs> our next show, uh, uh, a book I just finished called Who Moved My Cheese? And it's just talking about change talking about how change is happening. And I know the majority of people, I'm going to say hate, hate change. Well, here's the deal on change. Here's the deal on change. You are changing every single day. You've changed since you started listening to this podcast. Every second, every minute, every hour. I guess it should go the other way. Every hour, every minute, every second of the day, you're changing. You're, you're older. And you're either smarter or maybe you're drifting behind. That's how there is to it. So we're constantly in change. It's happening. And if you don't change with the changes, then you're going to get left behind. Well, and a lot of people say, well, I don't like the new change. I don't like the way things are going these days. I don't like this. Well, change is going to happen, but you can decide on what change you want. What? No, I can't control this. I can't control that. No, you can't. Stop watching the news <laughs> because you can't control it. But we can control is the person you're becoming and how you're adapting to what's out there. Once the Marines things overcome, adapt. Yeah, I like uh, persevere. Our little thing, uh, we had a shirts made that say battle, overcome, succeed. We're going to have to battle every single day. Overcome and then succeed. It's easy. No, it's not. It's not easy. But it's a choice. It is a choice. So anyway, who moved my cheese is what I was planning to talk about. I had notes. And if you haven't read that book yet, check it out. It's a real easy read, and it's just all about the changes in life and how things are happening and how we got to be willing to change with it. And a philosophy we have at the Academy is evolve or dissolve. Yeah, evolve or dissolve. If you don't evolve with the times, you're going to dissolve. That's all there is to it. And I often share with the listeners about, you know, I was with a martial arts organization for um, uh, a quarter of a 
no, not quarter, quarter of a century, almost at a quarter of a decade. It was almost three decades, a quarter of a century. And they, it was, it was a wonderful organization, same organization that Chuck Norris kind of grew up in. So, baby, it, it's, well, it's legit, I'll say that. No, it, it had all the tools. I mean, it really did and, and still does to a certain degree, but they haven't evolved with the times. It doesn't mean you water things down. It doesn't mean you soften the curriculum, but it does mean you adjust. You adjust to what's going on. You know, cars didn't used to uh, have oil in them. Well, they, the engines burnt up, right? They had to put something in there. Heck, we didn't used to have cars at all. Matter of fact, what Henry Ford said, if uh, he goes, if I would have asked what the general public wanted, they would have wanted a better uh, buggy, uh, horse whip. That's a buggy whip, horse whip. <laughs> they would have wanted a better whip. That's what the public would have wanted. When I knew, man, we're going to have these automobiles. What the heck is that? I often share, we didn't always have indoor plumbing. That seems to work out pretty well for everybody nowadays. Heck, we just have cell phones. Now everybody's got one because we've had to evolve. Does that make it right? Well, it, it, it is what it is, right? Moving through, evolve or dissolve. Well, that's, that's kind of the thing about change. But this book, Who Moved My Cheese, fantastic. Talks about four little characters. Uh, I'll give you the characters' names, but that's all I'm going to give you, and we'll talk about it at a later podcast. Uh, two little mice called Sniff and Scurry, and then two little people called Him and Haw. And it just kind of talks about their story and uh, their cheese. Their cheese. And the cheese can be anything you want. Obviously, the cheese in the book is talking about actual cheese, but then it, cheese is the C. It could be your cash. It could be your success. It could be you know anything that you want in life and who moved it. Because life continues to change. And if you're not aware of those changes, you're going to get left behind. And oftentimes we do. We get complacent and kind of set in our ways. And there's nothing wrong with being happy. And, you know, if you're con- in content, if that, if, if that makes you happy, man, God love you and God bless you. But if you're not happy, you've got an opportunity to do it. But you're going to have to make the changes. And the same thing with your kiddos there. You know, encourage and empower and inspire and motivate them by the words you say, by the actions you do. You know, uh, I shared on one of the last podcasts, the tongue has no bones, has no bones. Our tongues have no bones. But man, can those words that that tongue throws out there, they can be razor, razor sharp, break bones, break spirits, crush spirits. You know, you see the stuff going on in, in the political world and you see the stuff. It's just ugliness. And that gets back to the bullying. Would you like somebody treating you that way? Then don't treat somebody else that way. Don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful. Don't be mean. Don't have hate. Come on. We're better than that, right? You know, there comes a day, like I said it earlier, a reckoning. We're all going to be in front of God, and we're going to have to atone for our actions here. And that's where I feel the media, there's a lot of, you know, satanic, uh, satanic maybe too much, but I, I, whatever. The devil influence there. It's polluting the minds because they're not being truthful. They're not being honest. They're just, ugh. We're better than that, folks. We're better than that. And if we want to live our best kick in life, we can't do it if our mind is filled with garbage. We can't do it if our, our, our garden is full of weeds. We can't do it if we're not setting the best example. That's why I work so hard <laughs> literally every single day reading the Bible, reading positive, inspirational input to continue to flush that out. And I had a lot of baggage built up in the, the, the mind there. Kind of started talking about that a little bit, talking about the journey and how five or six years ago, you know, I share. I, I had no idea who Zig Ziglar was. No, he's always been there. I mean, really. I had no idea who Jim Rohn is. One of my, uh, and I'm talking about Jim Rohn, not Rome, the sports broadcaster. Jim Rohn, the uh, the um, 
uh, inspirational guru, if you will. No idea. They've been there. By me starting to read those things, now one of my personal mentors that I work with, literally on a daily basis, and I'll talk to him every day, but when we communicate uh, often, is Chris Widener. Chris Widener worked with Zig Ziglar. Chris Widener worked with Jim Rome. I mean, those are two of my favorites in here. How did that happen? What happened? Because I started, I changed my path. I started changing my thinking. You know, the reticular activating system is an amazing thing. You start putting that in there. It's what you focus on, magnifies. You know, the example I give all the time, if you just bought a, ladies, if you bought a new dress or a new pair of shoes or guys, if you bought a new car, you drive it off the lot or ladies, you got your new dress and you go to a party, suddenly everybody has that dress on. How the heck did that happen? Guys, suddenly your new truck, everybody's driving it. How the heck did that happen? It happened. It's always been there, but you didn't focus on it. So you just didn't see it. And that's how the reticular activating system works. So it starts bringing things into focus that maybe you weren't thinking about before. So that, 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 so I'm working with Chris Widener now. It's unbelievable. But that's how those things happen. But you got to plant the right seeds in order to get the right harvest. You're planting negativity, you're going to get negativity. You plant onions, you're going to get onions. Plant strawberries, you're going to get strawberries. It's as simple as that, folks. It truly is. So anyway, I'm here pouring my heart out to you. Uh, giving you all I've got, which I'm, I promise you from the bottom of my heart, I'm going to do this every single, every single show, every single week, every single video blog. I'm going to give you all I got to help you live your best kick in life because I know how profound it's been in my life by doing these little things, daily disciplines, day in and day out, and I'm still struggling with some of them. I still have work to do, but I'm vulnerable. I'm telling you these things. And sometimes, unfortunately, I have people use that against me. They'll say, well, who are you to give advice? You, you don't have your life figured out yet. No, I don't. I don't have my life figured out. But I'm learning, and as I'm learning, I'm trying to share so we can learn and work on this together. And I know I'm a much better person today than I was 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 2 years ago, last year. Heck, than I was yesterday because, uh, because I'm continuously trying to input positive data. I'm continuously you know, reading the Bible. I'm continuously doing things that are going to help me become the best person I can be in order to pass those things on to you. And you know, certain things you're going to agree with me and certain things you're not. Doesn't mean you're wrong and I'm right or I'm right and you're wrong or any of those things. Doesn't mean that at all. But take in, kind of Bruce Lee's philosophy, right? You take it all in. You disregard what's not useful for you. You add your own. And after you've made that, then you create your own. Yeah, that's what you can do. And that's what I want you to do. Take what you, you get from me that you like, disregard for me what you don't like, or if it's something that you're like, oh, I don't like, I'm not going to do that. Please do. Please do. But once again, do it in a respectful manner. Same thing, you know, uh, the news and politics and everything else. You may not agree with both sides. There's no way that you're going to agree with both sides. Okay? But it kind of goes back to, you know, Cowboy fans and Steeler fans. Doesn't mean I hate my friends because they like the Steelers. Doesn't mean I hate my friends because they, uh, um, I'm a Cardinal fan and they're a Cubs fan. No, we have different views, and that's okay. But I'm not stalking them and protesting them and causing grief and horrible things that are being done right now. Come on, you're better than that. You wouldn't like it if somebody did that to you. Don't do that to somebody else. Just be a good person. Golden rule, baby. All right. Well, we're 
getting close to the time there. I know I circled around. I don't even know what to title this podcast. This is just going to be like a uh, <laughs> a potluck podcast. Boom, 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 boom. Usually I have a title and I try and stick to that title, but I got a little distracted with all kinds of different things there. So anyway, folks, please be your best to live your best kick in life, to set the best example for your kiddos. I believe in you and I want to make our society, I want to make our world a happier, healthier, and safer place to live, which is going to be better for everybody. It's going to be better for our kids, our grandkids. It's going to be better for us right now. we got to start doing it right now in order to make it happen. And it all starts with, you know, you throw a pebble in the, in the pond. What happens? That pebble sends out ripples, right? I've thrown a pebble in the pond now. Let that ripple expand. You share this with somebody else. You share your thoughts and feelings with somebody else. You catch yourself from saying negative, disrespectful, rude, mean things, from bullying somebody by doing something you wouldn't like them to do you. Catch yourself doing that. That's how that ripple gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Maybe that's what I'll title the podcast. <laughs> Pebble in the pond. As always, share this with somebody you know could benefit, not only the podcast, but share the message. You know, you talk about it now. Get it out there. Do your own video blog. Heck, start your own podcast. It's like, well, man, if, you know, I should be worried if somebody else starts their podcast. Maybe they're better than I am. Gosh darn it, I hope you're better than I am. I used to. I thought it was competition. Oh, no, you can't steal my thunder. And there's 7.6 billion people out there. You start your own podcast and you're better than I am, gosh darn it, good. That way you're going to empower me to do a better job. I'm going to take some of your knowledge and information, and we can help each other. That's how we're going to do it. I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. But collectively, we can do this thing together. Yeah. That's how we make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. That's how we do it, by empowering each other. All right, I'm just about done here. So anyway, share this with somebody. Leave your comments and feedback. If you haven't given us a five-star review yet, please do so. That way others know exactly what we're talking about here, and we're helping this grow is what we want. And you know, from the bottom of my heart, I know time is the most sacred thing. The fact that you just spent 50 minutes with me means the absolute world to me. I truly love you for it. I truly love the people you want, or the people, <laughs> the person you want to become and the people's lives you're going to impact. Please keep it up. And God bless you. God bless your loved ones. And I mean this until we talk again. You get out there and do your best, your absolute very best, and you'll become your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you. Can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Bye bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grove and your Kickin' Life guru reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.